Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Elevated Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Fouts, owner of Elevated Beauty Aesthetics in Sierra Vista, Arizona. Today's episode is a special one. Um, today, we have a guest speaker who is another esthetician, which I'll be introducing shortly. Um, I'm very excited, and I hope you guys are equally excited to hear from someone else's ex- uh, perspective, especially someone who has a bit of a different approach to skincare and, and offers different treatments than I do. So I'm looking forward to asking her some questions and getting to hear someone besides myself. So without further ado, here is the episode. Okay, everybody. So today I have Christy with Lux Skin Bar in Gilbert, Arizona. She's someone that I have been following um, for a little while on Instagram. I discovered through Instagram just through the aesthetic community. Um, so I asked her if she wanted to get onto the pod and she agreed, which I was super happy about. So I already said this like off mic, but I appreciate you taking the time today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So um, we'll get right into it, I guess. So um, before I start asking you a question, I did want to say that like, I feel like we're kind of a part of the aesthetic, same aesthetic community. And I think it's interesting that like, I feel like it's really supportive because you can kind of choose your, who you interact with. And it is yeah. kind of hard, like when you are a solo esthetician, um, cause you can't just like go to the break room, you know, and like chat up mm-hmm. your esth- other esthetician, you know, coworkers or whatever. So you actually have to reach out to people. Um, but do you have anyone that you also look up to on Instagram in the esthetician community? You know, I feel like it's just not one specific person. It's really, you know, a lot of people on Instagram, you know, especially like um, Savannah Boda, my friend Ashley, um, Sarah, Courtney, um, Annalyn. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many estheticians that I know, and I feel like you can't, you know, when you're in this industry, you can't just look up to one person, you know. I think it's just, it's best just to have a really small community and have a bunch of great Essie friends and yeah you know, be able to uplift one another and you know I don't know I totally yeah. agree with that because you can't like one person yeah you can't idolize a single person but that's what I like about the community is like the people that you choose to follow and follow you you can like get little tidbits from them and they kind of yeah. boost you up and you even learn things from them you know um yeah. so yeah I'm going to go ahead and ask you, I know you are medically directed, of course, right? Because I saw you had the perfect derma peel, and I I see what you offer and what you do, so I know you're medically directed, which I'm not. Um, So that's why it's also refreshing to have you on, because you do different things than I do. Yeah. So have you always been medically directed, or like from the start, or um, did you not have one when you first started? How did that come to fruition? Um, so I just recently became, um, you know, a medical director, supervised um, clinic back in February. Um, so it had been like roughly like a year where I was just kind of by myself. I didn't have a medical director. Um, but I always knew that I wanted to bring one on because I wanted to be able to offer more advanced services like the perfect derma peel. And um, I mean, the, the first reason being was because I wanted to bring on skin better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, it had taken me so long to find a medical director because I'm sure, as you know, medical directors are really, really, really expensive. 
um, you know, it can cost hundreds of dollars a month and, you know, you have um, to be in a good spot before you bring that on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you definitely have to have like a steady clientele and definitely have clientele that would be able to get these more advanced, you know, treatments, um, like the perfect derma peel. Um, but yeah, I, I brought on Cynthia. Um, she is uh, the owner of Glam Med Spa here in Arizona, and she's been amazing so far. And yeah, it's been really nice having a medical director and be able to have skin better and offer the perfect derma peel. And yeah, yeah. I, I've really been liking having a medical director, that's for sure. Well, that's good. I'm glad you've had a, a good journey with it. Like, I'm looking for a medical affiliate right now, and that already is kind of hard. Um, but I'm glad you had a good experience. So how, you know, that's impacted your business by allowing you to bring on those advanced treatments. And then of course, those um, lines that require a medical director. And I know two of those that you carry right now are DMK and Skin Better. Are those the only brands that you carry in your clinic? Uh, No, so I have the DMK and Skin Better. I also have Face Reality um, and Glymed. I okay. Think that's about it. I feel like I have too many. I can't like remember them all. I know. Oh my gosh. Some estheticians have like five or more, and I'm like, how do you guys keep it? Like right now, I have two. So I have Glymed, yeah. and then I only carry like three products from Helen Hush, um, for mm-hmm. my, um, really compromised clients that have a moisturizer from them that I like, and they're. Yeah. missed but um I mean I do have room for a third one but I'm like oh my gosh why do you guys have so many lines um but you know you find things that you like I guess and you kind of pick pick from that which makes yeah. sense so you have DMK Skin Better uh, Glymed and Face Reality Face Reality okay yeah, yeah Face Reality is something that I've been wanting to get into because I am also an acne specialist but I have not done their specific um course um but I know that I could learn more from it so that's neat that you have all of that um yeah so another question I wanted to ask you is do you have like and it's probably going to be so hard to pick because just from climate I could probably name like 10 of my favorites from your um product range what are Mm -hmm. like three to five of your top favorites that you retail Oh my gosh, there's so many. <laughs> when you're in a position, I mean, you know, I mean, you definitely can't just have one. Um, I would say for me, my favorites would definitely be the Oxygen Infusion Wash from Skin Better. It's literally one of the best cleansers I've ever used. So um, let me ask you, in comparison, because you are familiar with Climed, in comparison to the Oxygen um, Cleanser, the Oxygen Deep Pore Cleanser, how would you say that those two differentiate from each other? And what makes that cleanser like so great? In my opinion, um, you know, I really used to like the the Oxygen Deep Pore Cleanser from Glymed, but I found that it was like too stripping and too irritating for a lot of skin types. Mm-hmm. You know, like for me, it would just make me super red. It would make me really inflamed. You know, it would just dry the absolute, you know, crap out of my skin um the oxygen infusion wash it's you know I know that they're similar in a way but the oxygen infusion wash it's still pretty gentle but it's still deep cleansing um for your skin I have not had any issues with it 
um, you know, all my clients love it. It's just, you gotcha. know. So it's one of those that just goes the little extra mile and. Okay. So the oxygen infusion yeah. wash. Yeah. Um, oxygen infusion wash. I love the even tone correcting serum from skin better as well. Um, from, you know, someone that has a pretty red undertone to my skin. I've also had, you know, acne scarring, you know, I've tried a whole bunch of different products from different lines, but even tone correcting serum just kind of blew everything out of the water. Um, definitely the Alpharet overnight cream from skin better. This is all going to be skin better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, love the Alpharet overnight cream from skin better. And, you know, I, Again, I've used a bunch of retinols since becoming an esthetician, but this one has... Been, I know, it's you know, hard. Yeah, it, it just really did like a complete 180 for my skin. Um, I love that one. And, oh my gosh, I don't even know what my last two would be. Well, that I was three, so... so. <laughs> I know, that's three, but I kind of want to name like two more. I love the Tone Smart SPF from Skin Better as well, and... Beta gel from DMK. I was waiting for you to say beta gel because I know everyone that carries DMK is crazy about beta gel, which I mean, I've seen the before and afters, so. Yeah, it's really such an amazing product. You know, if, you know, you're an esthetician, I'm sure you know, a lot of people call it liquid gold in a bottle because it, I mean, it quite literally is, Mm -hmm. you know, it's able to heal acne you know, scarring, pigmentation, it's able to help with fine lines, wrinkles, um, you know, cuts, bruises, eczema, psoriasis. I mean, literally, you name it, it helps with everything. So with DMK, do you utilize them a bit more um, than, you know, Skin Better? It seems like you utilize them a lot for their retail. But for DMK, do you utilize them a lot for your professional treatments, like the enzyme therapy specifically? Yes. Yep, absolutely. Okay. I mean, with the DMK enzyme therapy, I mean, you're supposed to prescribe the DMK products to the clients who are actually receiving, you know, DMK enzyme therapy. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. When I first moved here, I was super interested in DMK. And then just after, you know, further study and everything, not into their brand, but like the demographic here, I decided it wasn't a good fit for my demographic. Um, but mm-hmm. I've been very interested in just the science that they offer. Uh, I feel like they kind of go a little bit more above and beyond with their science and stuff than a lot of brands do. Yeah, I mean, when I, when I you know, took the DMK training, it definitely kind of blew everything else out of the water because, you know, at least in my opinion, um, you know, being an esthetician, you think that you know everything about skin, but once you take the DMK training, I mean, it changes your entire perspective on skin and aesthetics and skin treatments. Mm-hmm, because they really dive into like a, a specific, uh, I guess, which I'm only guessing with them, but compared to other brands that I'm trying to get in a, a medical affiliate for the brand Environ. I don't know if you've heard of them. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. But they're really big into vitamin A. And the way that they break broke down vitamin A for me really changed my whole idea of that. So I think when a brand can do that for you, it's really awesome. And it makes you more passionate about it and more, like, educated. And so you can educate your client better, so. Yeah, I mean, when you're an esthetician, continued education is really key, in my opinion, to being a successful, you know, esthetician. So how long have you been um, the owner of Lux Skin Bar? How long has this been going for? 
since March 4th of 2021. Oh, okay. So, so you opened yeah. up like post-COVID. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> here in Arizona, I mean, we were still required to wear masks, and mm-hmm. it was definitely still, like, a pretty tough time when I opened, but, um, you know, I knew it was kind of like an hour never kind of thing, so... Yeah, there's really yeah. never a good time, I feel like, to to do things. You do it, and you do what you have to do to make it work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I've had, you know, you know, because I'm a solo esthetician, I have a bunch of estheticians that reach out to me, and... You know, they always try to ask for advice and help, you know, and they, they'll always say like, oh, well, maybe in like a few months, like I'll apply for my LLC. But I always tell them like, you know, just do it now and start getting it, you know, done because, you know, getting a business started, it takes months and months, um, especially with the licensing and getting all the product, you know, it's really expensive. It definitely takes a while. So in my opinion, if you're going to do it, do it now and get yourself started and put yourself out there yeah it took me seven years in the industry before I went solo um and that was not in part but it was mostly because of my husband's career he's active duty army so we move around a lot um Mm -hmm. so finally when we got stationed here I knew we would be here for three years and I'm like hey if it's if I'm ever going to do it it's going to be now so I signed Mm -hmm. my lease like the first day we got into town um but I had a lot of preparation for it. And I know a lot of other people don't. Sometimes people kind of get thrown into it if they get fired or a job doesn't work yeah. out. Um, but you've been, did you have a client base before you started or did you start from the ground up? I had zero clients when I first opened my business. Same. <laughs> but <laughs> that drives you, that drives you so much harder. Yeah. I mean, you know, good for the girls that, you know, were able to have a clientele, but yeah, I mean, exactly what you said, it just drives you to, you know, try hard for your business and get a good steady clientele. Cause I mean, starting a business when you have zero clients, it's, you know, scary, especially during, you know, COVID time. Um, but yeah, I was able to build myself from the ground up and I'm very, you know, lucky and grateful for all my clients that have been with me since I opened my business last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I always like to say, like, it's a term that I kind of, like, made up in my head, and I just, like, repeat to myself all the time. I don't know if that's a weird thing or not, but <laughs> I'm always like, your business doesn't, or, um, your business doesn't work if you don't work for your business. So, if yeah. I have a week that's, like, not busy, I'm like, I'm the one responsible. Like, I have to be out there and make this happen. So, um, I try to encourage other estheticians to do that as well, which is kind of like why I have the podcast, I guess, because I like to spread a lot of encouragement. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think I had any other questions for you, but I did want to ask you, like, in the spirit of Halloween, um, this episode, I think, actually is going to be airing on Halloween. Do you have any client horror stories? It's okay if you don't. Oh my gosh, client horror stories. I feel like I don't, but maybe it's just not coming to the top of my head. Yeah, because this is a surprise question. (laughs) Good for you, Uh, though, because, oh my God, have I been in some situations? But like I said, I was working at different places for seven years before I opened, so... Oh, yeah, I'm sure you definitely have <laughs> Which there is an episode on that. If anybody wants to listen to spooky stories, it's called, it's called Spooky Stories. 
Okay. But, um, but okay, yeah. Go ahead. No, that was it. Um, yeah, I mean, if you don't have any um, horror stories, um, I think that's where we'll probably cut off. Did you want to add anything else to the listeners? Any Because, you know, mostly it is estheticians that listen to this. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if you had any advice like just one little piece of advice for maybe newer estheticians that are starting out or someone who is going on the journey to becoming solo um I would definitely say stay motivated and do your continued education um you know especially if you're fresh out of school and you're planning on becoming solo um in my opinion and from what I've heard from a lot of other estheticians you know in school, you never really learn anything. They just kind of teach you to pass state board, but you really learn the most about skin and treatments um, and products and ingredients when you're doing continued education out of school. I could not Um, agree more with that. (laughs) Yeah, so definitely, you know, read as many books as you can. I mean, there's so many, you know, acne books and skin books on Amazon that are pretty cheap. Follow a bunch of estheticians on Instagram. I mean, you know, I feel like you learn the most about skin and products and all that from following other estheticians. For sure. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure as you see, Emily, I mean, you know, we all post graphics and advice and tips about how to treat the skin type or... Yeah, it's not just for clients. Products. I mean, it's for us too. Like, uh, yeah, I, I learn from those just like any regular person would, because there's so much information out there. There's no way that you can know all of it fresh out of school. Yeah, so definitely do your continued education and stay motivated. And I know it's a, you know, becoming a very overly saturated, you know, career field, but, you know, don't be discouraged by how many estheticians are out there, you know. Um, Because not everyone is going to be as passionate as you are necessarily. So, I mean... If it's a passion of yours, yeah, you can't let the oversaturation of it kind of damper your your dreams. Yeah, I, I completely agree. So thank you guys so much for listening. That was definitely a pleasure having Christy on here with Lux Skin Bar. Um, and like I said in the beginning... She is someone that is in the same aesthetic community that I am. I think it's really important to follow people that motivate you and that you look forward to seeing um, posts from and you look forward to seeing their opinions and what they have to say and what maybe you can even learn from them because you are always learning. There's always new scientific data and research being published. It's important to keep an open mind and keep your social circle healthy. So yeah, she is someone on my feed that I just look forward to seeing. So um, it was also really valuable information um, at the end of the episode for new estheticians or estheticians going solo to stay motivated and um, don't let the oversaturation damper you and continue your education because that is so important. Um, You need to stay educated so that you can educate your clients for sure. I think that is probably one of the most important things. 
And um, then, of course, you know, she is medically directed, which I'm not. So it was nice to see how that does for her business. It allows her to offer those more advanced treatments. I have more of a progressive approach. So it was interesting to hear, um, you know, what that allows her to do and what lines she carries with that. So, yeah, that was pretty much for the pretty much it for the episode. I hope that you guys enjoyed it, learned something new, got a different perspective. She named some Skin Better products. Um, I would love to try out Skin Better just for the sake of trying out new skincare. I hear so many good things about it, but I am happy with my Glymed. But for those that do use Skin Better, those were some excellent recommendations um, that maybe you should try out. And maybe check out Christy Lux Skin Bar. I keep on wanting to say Lux Skin Beauty. Check out Lux Skin Bar if you are interested in any of those products that she mentioned and you can see if she has them in stock for you. So as always, I will see you guys next Monday at a.m. Mountain Standard Time for another episode.